Well, hello and God bless. Welcome back again to the Bible teaching channel of A Love Outreach. Today is, uh, what is today? Monday, August 8th. And I am going to go ahead and take a look at Proverbs chapter 8 and kind of we'll talk our way through that. This is a series of teachings that I do that's called Today's Wisdom. Um, I kind of do them sporadically throughout the month. I'll grab a day that I haven't done before and uh, make a recording as we talk our way through it. And as I've exhorted you to do before, I really highly encourage you to study the Bible on your own. Um, read your Bible, you know, and if you have any questions in regards to how you should read your Bible, um, you feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you can contact us via our contact form on our webpage at aloveoutreach.com um, or you can find us on Facebook and uh, Instagram and stuff like that, our YouTube page. But there's many ways to reach out to us, but um, probably by filling out the contact form is the best way, aloveoutreach.com. Go to the contact form on that page. Or I tell you what, you can also contact me directly, Dave, at aloveoutreach.com. But with all that being said, let's go ahead and jump on in to our study for today. Proverbs chapter 8, and if you've come upon this recording, be it audio or be it video, and uh, you are in a position where you can do so, please do grab your Bibles and read along with me as I go through this. Um, verse 1, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 1, does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? So here we see a question asked, right? Uh, or maybe you can split that up into two questions. Does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? But it's a rhetorical question because the answer is yes, wisdom does cry out. That's the point that's being made here is that wisdom and understanding are readily available for us. Um, in James, it says, if any of you lack wisdom, you can ask God who freely gives wisdom. So wisdom is there for us. Now, sometimes it seems hard, it seems difficult um, to find wisdom and to get understanding, you know? And really when we look at life on a daily basis, the issues of life can cloud our minds. Every one of us, right? We can get so distracted, maybe so beat down, maybe so beat up by life, things going on around us, the busyness of our days and such that our minds get filled with so much junk that we're just kind of missing the simplicity of life. You know, we're missing that life that kind of Jesus prescribed for us when he told us to consider the birds of the air and the lilies of the field and such, right? There is a peaceful life that he wants us to live. And um, the more that we are bogged down with things in this life, the more problems we're going to have, um, you know, and that's why we're, you know, the Bible also instructs us to um, be content with such as we have, you know, to not be covetous, not be wanting more. Because the more we have, the more we have to put our mind on, the more things we're clouding our minds with, 
the more uh, we're going to miss the simplicity of life. And wisdom really does cry out to us. And understanding really lifts up her voice to us. And it's there for us on a daily basis. And this is what the word of God here is exhorting us to. It says in verse two, she takes her stand on the top of the high hill beside the way where the paths meet. She cries out by the gates at the entry of the city, at the entrance of the door. So basically everywhere you go, you know, wisdom and understanding can be there for you. And it is something that Proverbs encourages us to be sure that we get. Get understanding, get wisdom. Be diligent about that, right? Pay attention to the things that matter in life and the things that God wants for you and I to have. And um, we can do this, you know, and if, if we couldn't do it, the Bible wouldn't be telling us that we can get it. So we can get wisdom, we can get understanding. And she cries out to us. She's, she's plain to see. She's right there. And again, believe me, I understand that things happen in life that can stress us out or cloud our minds or different things like that. You know, I just went out to go to work this morning, started up my work van, and it, boy, it was loud as could be. And I knew right away someone had stolen my catalytic converter. So sure enough, I get under there and it's gone. And so I have to cancel my work for today, figure out a way to go ahead and get this van fixed, right? But immediately what happens? It hits you like a ton of bricks, you know, like, oh, great. Just what I need right now, right? But what do, you, what do we do? What do I do? I have to press on. I have to continue to trust in the Lord, right? Continue just to seek the Lord for wisdom and guidance on how to get through daily situations of life, okay? And wisdom and what this proverb is pointing out to us, wisdom's crying out to us. In my case, I have several people I can call that I trust that are surely smarter than I when it comes to working on vehicles and things like that. And I can call and say, hey, what do I do? Is this what this is? What do I do about this? What are your suggestions? I can seek counsel on it, right? And we've studied that too, as we've looked at the Proverbs, right? That you can seek counsel for things. You can reach out to others and say, hey, got any guidance, got any direction? Do you know anybody? You know, do you know any welders? Do you know anybody that can do this, that, or the other thing? Um, that's why it's important that we share our burdens with one another, things that we come to, because you never know. How someone else might be able to give you some information that you can use, some wisdom, some knowledge that you don't have. Um, and so wisdom's out there. You just have to seek it out, you know, in every situation in life. Now, look, I know there's plenty of you out there that may have come upon this this study here and you, you've got something far worse going on in your life, something far more serious than your catalytic converter being stolen from your vehicle. But listen, God is there for you. He, he's the God of all comfort and he will comfort you in your trials and in what you're going through. He will take you through it. And uh, we just have to continue to press on in the faith in that. And I have to tell myself that. And even as I'm saying that right now, I'm telling myself, just press on. I mean, I, I mean I'm not talking just about the catalytic converter other things that go on in life, right? Other things that can weigh, weigh you down. 
You just got to press on. You got to continue in the faith. We press on toward the mark of our high calling in Christ Jesus, right? There's some place we're going and it's better than here. There's some place we're going to be in the future that's far better than here. And there'll be none of this junk that we have to deal with here, okay? So verse four says, to you, O men, I call and my voice is to the sons of men, calling out to everybody, right? Oh, you simple ones, understand prudence, and you fools, be of an understanding heart, okay? So um, when it uses the word simple ones and fools, it's speaking of those that are living without wisdom, right? And again, I I mean, I, I could be wrong in saying this, but... Uh, I believe that we all fall into that category some you know in some way shape or form i mean there's there's times you know we're just doing foolish things or thinking in a foolish way or you know not thinking very wisely right and we need to be prudent and we need to be diligent we need to foresee the future you know in a sense and and like be prepared when I say foresee the future, be prepared for things that can happen and do happen. Um, so anyway, let me read on here. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things and from the opening of my lips will come right things. Who's this speaking? Wisdom, understanding. Wisdom and understanding. If we get those things, we're gonna know that which is excellent. Okay, we're gonna know that which is right. That's what verse six talks about, that which is excellent and that which is right, okay? And again, yeah, I feel like um, I should expound on this even further than I am, but there are decisions that we make in life. There are things that we get ourselves into. There's foolishness that, you know, that we fall into from time to time that, that just can destroy us and get us off the path. And there are also things that creep into our lives, meaning that they can sneak in and we're kind of unaware of it. And that is where we are not spending time focused on the things of God, focused on the will of God, focused on the word of God, and we're allowing ourselves to have our minds be filled with so much of the world. Now, when I'm talking about so much of the world, I'm not talking about necessarily sinful things, right? Things that are blatantly sinful, but sometimes maybe what we're watching, what we're listening to, what we're devoting our time to is really keeping us off the course that God wants us to be on, that course of simplicity, that course of peace, right? A sound mind. And it's because we're allowing ourselves to be distracted that we get off of the course, right? Which is why I like to do what I'm doing here. Number one, to be honest with you for myself, to point myself keep myself going in the right direction. And number two, to share it with others, to say, to encourage you and to exhort you to do the same thing, to guard your mind, to, to guard what you're allowing to go in your ears and your eyes and such, you know? Think about what you're doing. Does it line up with God's will? Is it the way of simplicity? Is it the way of contentedness? Or is it in the way of covetousness? You know, and then we wonder why we're stressed or why we're seeking different ways to try to find peace. It's because 
And the Bible says that he keeps them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him, right? Fixed on him. He will keep us in perfect peace when we do this. But we all need this adjustment, this kind of adjustment that I'm doing right now by opening the word of God and getting into it and exhorting myself and, and exhorting others in this case to stay the course, to get back on track, right? Verse seven, wisdom here continues to speak, for my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. So wisdom wants nothing to do with wickedness, okay? Think about the people <laughs> that stole my catalytic converter, right? Wicked people, just people that are up to no good, trying to get 50 bucks, 100 bucks, I don't know what they get for it, right? Instead of working, instead of doing what's right, instead of doing what's upright, instead of doing what's just and, and, and you know, contributing to society, they'd rather go out and be a menace to society and steal from others because they're fools. They're simple ones. They lack wisdom. They lack understanding. And primarily, they lack the spirit of the Lord and they must be born again. They need to be born again. Like Jesus said, every person needs to be born again. When we're born of the spirit, we have the spirit of truth within us and we wanna do what's right and we wanna do what's good. We wanna do what's holy. We wanna do what's just. We wanna walk in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. We don't want to pervert our ways, okay? But wicked people who don't have wisdom, they're doing wicked things, right? But that's not what wisdom teaches us. Wisdom speaks truth and such. Okay, all the words of my mouth, verse eight, are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. Okay, nothing crooked or perverse is within wisdom. So if you know somebody that's doing something crooked or you're that person that lives that way now, you're doing something perverse, then you know you are not walking in the wisdom of God and you do not have the spirit of the Lord because you do not have righteousness within you, okay? So verse nine, they are all plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge, Okay, so what, what is, when, he, when, when the Bible says here in verse nine, they are all plain, what? The words, the words that wisdom speaks. They're all plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Okay, that's why we know we're walking in wisdom. We're walking the straight path. We're doing what is good. Verse 10, receive my instruction and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. In other words, wisdom is more value, val is that right? Valuable than silver or gold, okay? We need to be sure that we are people that get instruction. We know that the word of God is important is profitable for instruction and in righteousness, right? We're told that, right? For and, and like I've talked about in times past, yes, sometimes the word of God reproves us. It rebukes us, okay? For wisdom is better than rubies, verse 11 says, and all the things one may desire 
cannot be compared with her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. Okay, you see, sometimes we get put in situations where we're not using proper discretion. We're not thinking things through properly. We're not discerning things very well. But wisdom and the knowledge that wisdom will give us will help us in that area. So we have to seek out wisdom. Now look at verse 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogance, and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. So again, there's the person that's walking in wisdom. They don't like pride. They surely don't want to be a proud person themselves, right? And arrogant, running off at the mouth, bragging about themselves, right? Being perverse of mouth, right? We should hate evil, you know? Quite frankly, you know, um, you got to go out and and realize right away that my um, catalytic converter is stolen. It's like, Oh, that makes you so mad that people are out doing this. You hate that people are doing this type of thing, that people are out stealing from others, you know? And um, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's, it's the fear of the Lord. We reverence the Lord. We don't want to do that kind of thing ourselves. We don't want to go out and steal from others, right? Or we shouldn't, right? So when others do it, we hate that. We hate that evil exists. We don't like that at all. Verse 14, still wisdom speaks, counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding, I have strength. So there is power in wisdom and being sound in your decision making, right? In other words, it, it speaks of something firmly rooted and planted with strength and it gives us good counsel, wisdom does, and again, remember, wisdom's not always, you know, something that's right in front of our face, you know, about daily life, for example. We have, sometimes you got to call on a friend, call on someone else and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. What do you think? Hey, this is my circumstance. What do you think? Now, of course, you don't want to go to a fool for that. You want to go to somebody that you know is wise themselves and has understanding or is fearing the Lord themselves, right? Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So if someone is reverencing the Lord and they fear the Lord in the way that they live their lives and they're available to you for counsel and for help, you're going to find strength in that. Call out to them, right? He said, by um, verse 15 says, by me kings reign and rulers decree justice. Now, sometimes, you know, justice can be perverted. And that's because perverted people get put in position of authority. And it happens. It happens. People that just don't care about the fear of the Lord. They only care about their agenda and they get put in positions of power you know, as a judge or as a leader of a nation or a leader of a city or whatever it may be. And as a result, things begin to decay. But the good leaders, the good rulers, they're going to seek the wisdom that comes from the Lord. And, you know, I know we don't see that very much nowadays. But 
Verse 16, by me, princes rule and nobles, all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently will find me. There's a good promise right there, right? If you're seeking wisdom diligently, you're going to find wisdom. That's why I said earlier, we have to be diligent about seeking wisdom. Verse 18, riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. So, enduring riches. You see, the, um, is it Ecclesiastes? Forgive me for not knowing exactly where this is, but riches makes, make themselves wings and fly away. I'm thinking of that scripture coming to my mind right now. And that's not enduring riches, right? That, that's the kind of riches like money and cars and boats and planes and houses and all of the stuff that decay in this lifetime, right? If, you know, but what wisdom is talking about here, what these verses is talking about here, it's enduring riches and righteousness. Things like that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are of good report, things that are virtuous. These are the things that the Bible tells us to think on, okay? These are the things that, that work within us, and give us a right relationship with God and give us peace within. And verse 19 says, my fruit is better than gold. So there again, not talking when we talk in verse 18, riches and honor are with me. That word riches isn't talking about money and gold and stuff like that. He's, he's, verse 19, my fruit is better than gold. Yes, than fine gold and my revenue than choice silver. So we're talking about what goes on in your heart, who you are, you know, on the inside. What's on the inside? Do you have Christ in you? Do you have the spirit of the Lord? Are you seeking that which is good and lovely and of good report? Are you thinking on those things? Are you making the kingdom of God a priority in your life and seeking the kingdom of God above all else, you know, first in your life? Okay, I traverse Wisdom continues to speak in verse 20. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice. So that's where we find wisdom working, where good things are taking place, where there is justice, where there is righteousness. That's where wisdom is. Of course, the fools and the simple ones that are out stealing and killing and destroying, they're led by the devil, right? They're led by Satan. But those that are doing righteousness and walking in the paths of justice, these are the ones that are truly walking in wisdom. And again, I want to remind you again, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, to reverence the Lord and to put the Lord first in your life. That's where it all begins, okay? That I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, that I may fill their treasuries. Again, what is this wealth? What is this treasuries? Well, it's something better than gold. It's something better than silver, something far more valuable than the things that perish. Verse 22, the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way before his works of old. So wisdom, of course, begins with God. Wisdom was given to Solomon. Solomon wrote the Proverbs. We read the Proverbs today and are instructed to get wisdom and to have wisdom. So wisdom goes all the way back to God himself. I have been established from everlasting, from the beginning, before there was ever an earth. 
Think about that. Before any of creation, wisdom was there in the beginning. And we can have that wisdom today. We're encouraged to seek after it. You know, not that we can go ahead and create our own worlds and earth and stuff like that, but we can access wisdom to help us to get through this life in in a good way, right? When there were no depths, I was brought forth, the depths of the sea, the depths of the ocean and stuff, right? When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth, while as yet, he had not made the earth or the fields or the um, primeval dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limits so that the waters would not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him. Remember, what we're reading here is written in poetic form, and it's speaking to us of the power of wisdom and saying wisdom's been there from the oldest of time and was there at creation. And again, amazingly, wisdom is here for us, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and my delight was with the sons of men. You see that wisdom loves to be with the sons of men. Everyday people like you and me can have wisdom. Wisdom loves to be with us. We just need to be diligent to seek out wisdom. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise and do not disdain it. Check this out, right? So she says, listen up, wisdom here, right? Again, we're speaking of wisdom as a she. This is poetic form we're reading this in here. Listen up, hear instruction, be wise and do not disdain it. When, when there's instruction available for you and someone's trying to instruct you in something that is good, be wise. And this, I mean, I could expound on this a long way if I really took the time to think about it here. But this you, gets down to the nitty gritty. You know, it's like a child going to school to learn, you know, being taught the, their ABCs. That child needs to pay attention and learn it. It has value, Right. There's instruction. That's a form of instruction is what I'm saying. And then we could take it all the way up to spiritual instruction, which we get from the Bible. And wisdom is involved in every aspect of, of knowledge and instruction, as long as it is good, as long as it is pure, right? As long as it is in the paths of justice and in the way of righteousness, then that's where wisdom is, as long as it can do something good. Okay, blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. What a, what a good promise that is as well. We will be blessed when we're watching daily for wisdom and waiting on wisdom 
daily. Sometimes, you know, there's the saying, fools rush in. And sometimes we make that mistake, don't we? And we do things that we just shouldn't do. But the Bible encourages us and exhorts us to change our ways, to repent, to turn from being foolish, to turn from being simple, and to seek the things of God, to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It's important that we walk in the paths of righteousness, like I said, because that's where wisdom dwells. For whoever finds me, verse 35, finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. Whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. Do you want that in your life? Do you want favor from the Lord? Do you want that good life, that abundant life? Well, first of all, it's found in Jesus. When you are born again, there's a newness of life where old things pass away and all things become new. But even just on a daily basis, we can have wisdom and we can find and we can have peace in our lives and we can have the favor of God, the favor of the Lord, because we're doing what is wise, walking in righteousness and in the paths of justice, right? But he who sins against me wrongs his own soul and those who hate me me love death and there are plenty of people that are there that are in that position in their life where they just despise wisdom they don't really care what wise counsel is all about and they sin against wisdom they do what's wrong but they don't realize they're just sinning against their own soul they're really really just hurting themselves you know, in the meantime, yeah, they're hurting others and inconveniencing others. But in the end, it's their own soul that is going to perish because they're not walking in the paths of righteousness and justice. So that covers Proverbs chapter 8 for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, whichever the case may be. Reach out to us. Let us know where you are hearing this from, where you are listening from. Again, contact me directly if you'd like, dave at aloveoutreach.com. Excuse me. We will go ahead and stop there, stop here for today. So God bless. Have a wonderful day.